When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. This is our match review. Newcastle beaten again, this time 2-0 by Chelsea. I'm joined by Chief Sports Writer Lee Ryder, who is down at Stamford Bridge. to get his analysis, his view on the game as Newcastle United's relegation worries deepen. Hello, welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and later on our podcast channel. I'm joined by Lee Ryder back in his hotel after watching Newcastle lose to, uh, to Chelsea down at Stamford Bridge 2-0 to Chelsea and Lee it was more of the Newcastle we'd seen in recent weeks before the upturn in form just sum up your view on what you witnessed tonight yeah it was um it was pretty disappointing to be totally honest I th- thought they paid Chelsea far too much respect in the first half and just let them do exactly what they wanted to do um there seemed to be a big issue with um, with Emil Kraft and the position Steve Bruce wanted him to play. Steve Bruce obviously wasn't happy with uh, Kraft being too narrow in the defence and, and I think he wanted him to try and push Werner out a little bit further at the touchline. Um, that didn't materialise and it resulted in about seven or eight complaints from the sideline to Kraft. And... Um, at the end of the day, you know, that was where the damage was done down, down that side. And for Newcastle now, um, you know, looking at that second half, they, they came out with a little bit more fight, a little bit more, you know, ump about them. But then, you know, they just didn't have enough to, to, to get any, anywhere near the, the goal as far as Chelsea were concerned. And really, by that point, Chelsea were in full control, weren't they? And... Uh, they they had the game in the bag, the points in the bag, and um, it was it was it looked very easy for them. It did, and you mentioned there they came out in the second half with a bit more oomph. But it was interesting and listening to Jamal Lascelles over on Sky Sports, and he said, you know, we 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 need to realise we shouldn't need to go one or two down to get going, and that's very much the case and has been all season. And I think it plays into what many fans are saying on social media that. Get beat off Chelsea, you know, they've got some good players and, you know, they're on a good run of form, but it's just the manner in which they've been beaten tonight again. Yeah, I mean, a little bit of fight and talk from the captain after the game. I think, to be fair, he tried to, to make his presence felt in that game, but certainly the, the tackle on Abraham. But look, you're going to need more than that with Chelsea. It just seemed so comfortable for them. And as I say, they were just doing everything that they wanted to do, particularly down that left-hand side and um, I just think that really you know games like this you know Rafa Benitez you know he set up he parked the bus and he sometimes he didn't just do that to try and get a point from the game he did it to try and protect the goal difference as well and today only lost 2-0 in the end but could have been a lot a lot more it was a it was a risk and I just think you know Newcastle just weren't they weren't at it you know I don't know whether it's the the late kickoff, or you know, the travel down to London, whatever it was, uh, it just didn't look good out there tonight. And it was, uh, 
really disappointing. They had nine days to prepare for this game. Chelsea had played in the FA Cup against Barnsley, but it was Newcastle who looked lethargic and lacklustre. I mean, what you put that down to? Well, I think there was a few changes made by, you know, Tuchel, the, you know, the Chelsea boss, but he's got so much quality to pick from. But, you know, you've got to come up with a game plan that, that's going to be able to absorb that, that pressure. And, you know, Newcastle, they, they were lucky to only be 2-0 down at half-time. Let's, let's be totally honest. They got nowhere near the Chelsea goal. They didn't look a threat. And, yeah, I just, I just felt that towels got thrown in a little bit uh, towards the end of that first half. Second half, as I say, much better. But by that point, it, it, you know, it's easy to come out and, and do that in the second half. The 2-0 down, the, you know, the, the threat had gone for, for Chelsea. And realistically, you know, Chelsea could have gone up the gears a little bit in the second half if they'd have wanted. If Newcastle had pulled the goal back, I'm sure they could have, uh, you know, gone up the gears, as I say, and, and added to the scoreline. Uh, it was Giroud and then Werner that got the goals for Chelsea in the first half. Do you think they were preventable, Lee? I mean, Darlow pushed one out, uh, pushed it out into Giroud's path, but the ball shouldn't probably have gotten it at that stage anyway. And then Werner found his first goal since November, came from a corner, and it was kind of pinball in the box, poor defending, didn't manage to get it clear. Were the, were the goals preventable, do you think? Well, certainly the, the second goal from the corner, um, you know, Definitely preventable. The first one, Carl Darlow's been so great this season. You, you can't really criticise him. He probably did what he thought was best. But I think the problem down that flank come from the confusion of, of, of where Kraft was supposed to be playing. Um, obviously, he had a different view to, to the manager. And, you know, I don't think, he, personally, I don't think he had much choice but to, to sit narrow because... Had he sort of pushed out too far, then the damage Chelsea could have created in that space, you know, could have been could have been brutal. And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe done the right thing, but you know, it's it's a two 0 defeat. The fourth bottom, uh, Fulham have got a game in hand. Newcastle's goal difference is taking a battering. They go to Old Trafford next, and we know that that gap could be could be closed down again before they kick a ball next. So. It's uh, it's doom and gloom, I'm afraid, from the capital tonight. What was Steve Bruce like in his press conference after? You know, he, he, I read some of the, the tweets he put out, and there's, his comments will be on our website in due course. But he seemed to be suggesting there's, there's still uh, a lot more. There's still other teams in this relegation fight, but it is Newcastle, you know, who who are, who look the most likely, in my opinion, to be dragged into it. Yeah, they they're sinking like a stone at the moment. That's 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 what the worry is. And I know Southampton have lost consecutive games, but you know when we when we, when we really analyse the last ten or eleven weeks, Newcastle are in relegation form. You know, if you look at the if you study the Premier League form table, they're already in the relegation zone. Uh, I got a little bit confused on the video I'd done straight after the game and said Newcastle are in the relegation zone. They're not quite there yet, but in terms of form, they are, and they're, they're heading towards the the real relegation zone just at the wrong time. And if you look at that fixture list, it's very tough. Um, there's some tough games in there away from home. I'm not so much. Well, I am worried about the big teams because the goal difference could get another battering. But the, the ones I'm worried about are the you know the your Burnleys away. 
has this team got the character to go to Turf Moor on a cold, cold day and get something? Um, it's it's not look. I'm 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 looking at this team and thinking the fight doesn't seem to be there. And yes, they hung on against Southampton, but realistically, that game against Southampton, it should have been all over before the red card. And you know they scraped the win in the end, and it was an important one for them because without it, they'd be in serious trouble now. So. I'm concerned. I'm deeply concerned about Newcastle at the moment. The comment I was referring to of Steve Bruce's, and you can find out all on Lee's Twitter feed. There are seven or eight teams looking over their shoulder. It is always the accumulation of points. Still a long way to go. We certainly don't have enough at the moment, so we need to put a couple of wins together. Do you think... I mean, are Newcastle aware they're in quite a bit of danger? And there is that fear uh, amongst, you know fans, pundits, journalists, that they are the one that are going to get caught by Fulham? Well, I'm, I'm looking at the league table now as a speaker. Let, let's analyse it. Who are the seven or eight teams? Um, you know, Burnley, certainly still in the relegation mire. I agree with that. Brighton, definitely in there on 26 points. Crystal Palace, 29 points. But after that, you know, I mean, bearing in mind West Brom and Sheffield United are, are gone, you know, I think Southampton will eventually get out of trouble. I know they're on a really bad run at the minute, but I think they've got enough quality to, to get out of it. I think Wolves will get out of it uh, because just on the back of the season they had last year, they're on 30 points now. They only need a couple of wins. Uh, I think Leeds, you know, until yesterday, I, I, I definitely thought you know they were going to push on to safety. They're on 32 points. Again, they only need a couple of wins. Arsenal are on 34 points. They're more or less out the equation. So, no, Fulham, Newcastle, Burnley, Brighton, and maybe Palace are the teams in it. It's probably five teams vying for that one spot. So, seven or eight, I don't agree with that. And he, was, he said on the BBC that they were excellent in the second half and there were positives to take from the second half as well. And look, they were better, but as you've alluded to earlier on the show, it wasn't exactly difficult to be better in that second 45 than what they were in the first half. But what positives do you think Steve Bruce has taken from what he saw in that second half? Well, I'm going to sit and watch it again, uh, the second half, uh, and well, watch the whole game again, to be totally honest. But uh, as painful as that will be, and I'm going to see exactly what was so great about the second half. Uh, obviously, I think Willick had that chance that was tipped away and the Shelby free kick. But other than that, were, were Chelsea quaking in the boots that I don't think they were as I say even if Newcastle had pulled the goal back I think they could have just gone up the gears and you know got another couple of goals quite easily if they needed to they didn't in the end um, Thomas Tuchel was uh, unhappy with uh, with his team so that shows you the standard Newcastle were up against but overall disappointing night at Stamford Bridge I have to be honest I didn't expect them to do much in this game, a point would have been, I think, you know, we'd be celebrating that tonight uh, because it would be fantastic, but they never looked like they were going to get it. Look at the statistics, I think they tell their own sorry story. Get back to Lee in just a moment, but a quick plea to those guys listening on Apple Podcasts, if you can please like, subscribe and rate this show. It means it can reach a wider audience. It's very simple to do. Just hit the Everything is Black and White podcast. That's where you find all of our episodes. And if you scroll right down to the bottom of that, you'll see 
the chance to leave a rating and a review. If you fill that in, give it a star rating and that's the job done. We really do appreciate it. And if you want to have a chance of also winning Harry DeCosmo's book, The Black and White Knight, How Sir Bobby Robson Made Newcastle United Again, just head over to our Twitter feed and you can see the competition, which is currently running. We're now going to get back to Lee Ryder to finish off this Chelsea review. Phenomenal question then, Lee. Obviously, Dwight Gale came in for Callum Wilson. We all know what a massive blow Callum Wilson is, that injury to Newcastle. And... He played in a similar position to what Wilson's been playing over the last couple of games and it's worked really well. But it just didn't work tonight. And, you know, many people wanted Gale to play me, included from the start. I was happy to see him on the team sheet. But looking at what happened tonight in the, what, the 60 minutes, 60 plus minutes he got, it just didn't work. And he was playing too far on the wing for me. Do you think Steve Bruce might look to maybe switch him into the middle uh, for the next game against Manchester United or a completely different striker starts? It's an interesting question. The debate starts again, doesn't it, over who, who should start in the attack. But at the end of the day, Gale has encountered the same problems Callum Wilson's had for most of the season. Lack of service. Uh, I think Thomas Tuchel mentioned it. Um, he was talking about a lack of precision from his team, but they got the ball in the box so much in that first half. And I think, you know, had Callum Wilson been watching that and he would thrive on, on that, to be in a team that could create so much like Chelsea did, Gale would be the same. You're only as good as the surface around you. And sadly, Gale didn't get much of it. I have to be honest, being at the in the empty ground, Gale was... You know, playing like a captain in some ways in terms of encouragement, keeping the troops motivated. I don't think you can fault his effort. I really don't. I think he did everything he could um, given the circumstances. Sums it up really that his main contribution was a defensive clearance uh, at the start. So, disappointing from, from that point of view. But overall, I think Newcastle will, will leave here very disappointed. The final question, we'll just dive into your match report. Um, and and in, in there, you can find that on Chronicle Live. You see, we're now down to the last 14 matches and United's top flight lives could depend on whether they decide to act or not in terms of a change in the dugout. Let's remember that the remaining fixtures include the trip to Old Trafford, visit Liverpool, Leicester City away, Arsenal, and Man City at home. Do you think Steve Bruce, the defeat tonight and say if he loses again against Manchester United and Fulham pick up another win, does the pressure then start to build even more than it than it already is on his shoulders? Well, I think the pressure. I think the pressure is already there, really. And you know, if we were playing in front of crowds, then I, I certainly think the St James's Park faithful would be making their feelings uh, loud and clear. I've got no doubt about it. Um, this is this team is playing as badly in parts as Steve McLaren's team was. Um, going back further before Alan Shearer took the job when, when Newcastle were, were right in the in the mire and then they didn't even pick up after Shearer had come in. So they are playing like a team that is is potentially going to get relegated. And I, I can't put it any other way than that. And if they don't pick up soon, then you know they, they will slip in the bottom three and then it becomes it's like a quicksand. Then it becomes a, a real problem because the panic sets in and then you just have to decide. You might not have enough games left, and then it's a gamble. 
you do change manager and it doesn't work, like it didn't work with Shearer, like it didn't work with Benitez. Remember, Rafa Benitez has got a relegation on his CV as well. You know, you're in trouble. So Newcastle have got, what they got now, 14 games left. It's not many. And um, they need, and when you look at that fixture list, you could probably chop it down to about six or seven games where you'll realistically be in with a shout of winning. So they need to do something quickly, whether it's change manager, who knows, that's for someone else to decide. I know that the, the management team don't like people bringing that up, but at the end of the day, relegation form, they spent a lot of money in the summer. Yes, they've had COVID problems, but clearly something isn't working out there. And uh, I just wonder uh, I just wonder what... I'd love to, to spend 10 minutes with Mike Ashley and, and see exactly what he feels about this situation and how much jeopardy the team are in and the club are in because, obviously, if they get relegated... Takeover could be completely off. They, they then would be in the championship with very little money um, because of the pandemic. It's a worrying situation. It's it's very real, and it's whether they uh, they wake up to it and whether they realise what what situation they're in. Indeed, it's a results-driven business, and I think it. Many other clubs, as our readers and Newcastle fans point out on social media. Uh, the question may be being asked a lot uh, more frequently, and we already might have had the answer at some other clubs. But, Lee, for the moment, thanks for joining us. Safe travel back to Tyneside, and we'll no doubt speak later in the week. 